What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the First Surfence Audio Installment. This is episode 23 and we're coming off of the longest race in NASCAR history at 619.5 miles. Pretty insane race. It was filled with action too. No car dominated. There was constant battles. It was a really good race. So we'll talk about the teammate battle at the end. Kyle Larson's insane night. And then we'll, we'll go over the standings like we always do and... We'll even talk about what to expect later in the season, seeing how we're just over halfway done with the regular season. All right, so before we get into it, don't forget to come back next week and also follow me on all my socials at First Surfence. All right, hope you guys like it. Let's get right into it. All right, so the first thing I want to do is go over the standings, the updated standings, and... As I go through them, I'll like talk about everyone's day because there's so much stuff that happens. I think this is probably the easiest way to organize it all. So you got Chase Elliott, who's still in first by 34 points. Another DNF could lose him the leader, a bunch of bad runs and some really good runs from guys behind him. But I think he'll have great runs in the next few races, especially the road courses. Uh, I checked. We got four road courses, two super speedways including Atlanta, um, and then we have five intermediates, which include like New Hampshire and um, Gateway, which are mile and a mile and a third is Gateway, and really flat track, so it's going to race like, um, probably like Phoenix, and then we got short track Richmond, so keep that in mind when I go over all these points, so you can think about like which driver is going to have a really good summer. To potentially come out with the season win. So then Elliot had was having a decent run, led a bunch of laps, won a stage, and just got unlucky. He spun, and that pretty much ruined his day. He the damage control clock expired. Kyle Busch, I mean sorry, Ross Chastain in second had a chance to win. Just keeps leading a ton of laps every every um race. It feels like. Um, he was in that big wreck, got all that nose damage, and just couldn't go anywhere on the restart. Ended up finishing 15th. I think him and Elliot are really going to go at it in this race for um, the points lead. And then you got Kyle Busch back in third at 452 points. That's 37 behind Elliot, just three behind Chastain. Was going to win, potentially, if he didn't get loose on that. Uh coming out at two he led the second to last lap had he was way faster than hamlin on that top line just all his momentum got lost he's he said after that they didn't shouldn't have even been up there contending they just drove through all the wrecks that's the only reason they had a shot hamlin too but i don't think he really gives gave his car credit for um I, he wants to go out there and dominate races but I still don't think he gave his car credit for how fast it was because it was definitely faster than Hamlin's. It was faster in qualifying. He blew right to the lead at the start. It was probably the fastest JGR car. I, I think the track house cars were definitely the, the fastest in the field, but Bush could have beat Hamlin if he had three more laps or whatever. He just got unlucky or he just messed up. I don't really know how you would call that. Then you got Ryan Blaney, who's down two. I don't think Blaney is going to um, 
come back from fourth and start making his way back up. I kind of think the road course is coming up, like Sonoma and the Indy road course. I don't, I just don't think he's going to be able to go for the lead. Even Penske on intermediates aren't even fast enough. The Chevys and Toyotas are always a step ahead of them. Um, yeah, Legano had a good run in Darlington and Blaney won Texas, but Elliott Chastain and Kyle Busch all blew, um, wrecked out and Kyle Busch was just blowing the field away. So then Blaney also got caught up in a wreck today, so that pushed him down two positions. Truex is up one and fifth. Um, Truex and Logano took advantage of William Byron dropping all the way down to seventh. Truex, I don't, his contract, he's in his contract year, and it's people have been saying, like, they don't know what, he doesn't know what he's going to do. He doesn't, he has to make a decision. I think with these not-so-good runs, he finished 12th, and just his teammates beating him pretty much every week. Sure, he's had spurts of good runs and speed, but Kyle Busch is always ahead of him, Hamlin. Seems like he's ahead of him when he doesn't have bad luck. Christopher Bell, even, who's had a ton of bad luck. I just, I don't know, Truex, he, maybe he just doesn't like the, this car. His driving style doesn't fit it very well, but who, it makes me wonder, like, is this his last year? I hope it's not. But I think, I want to say this, if it is his last year, I think JGR will only be a three-car team next year, or... They'll have like a fourth car, obviously just for, you know, like a few races for Ty Gibbs. But I saw that they don't want to put Ty Gibbs in the Cup Series just yet. So we'll see what happens with that. It's I'm sure we'll know within the next month. We got to. I don't think they'll wait much longer. Also, who knows what's going to happen with Kyle Busch. Um, I would like to see JGR just keep their current lineup for another year, but... Kyle Busch's contracts are still in toxic. Everything Toyota says, it'd be like they would be like mad if Bush didn't retire at JGR and Toyota, but Kyle could have other plans. Then you got Logano in sixth. I think he'll probably just stay around here for the whole season. He's Penske just doesn't have the speed to really go up there and contend with the Toyotas and Chevys. And Logano, he got that win, but Byron was going to beat him probably. It still took like a, well, he had probably the fastest car, so I'll, I'll give him that. So we got a few somewhat similar tracks to Darlington. I mean, you can't really compare Darlington to anything. Like you could, I guess, New Hampshire and Gateway, but still, again, Penske, I don't see them going up and dominating any of these races. Byron dropped down to 7th. He got in that wreck. That was unfortunate for him. Um, he's got two wins, so I don't see him like going up and winning the um, winning the regular points title, but I could definitely see him getting a few more wins before the playoffs start and then going into the playoffs, maybe win at Bristol or something like that. Bowman, 8th. Just kind of hanging out there like he does. Just like middle of the point standings. Having like this just hiding back there. Never really going up and leading laps or running in the top two or three. But 
just quietly. I think his team, like, individually, not just, like, Hendrick as a whole, just, like, specifically his team was maybe a step ahead of some of his teammates in the beginning of the season. But I think now that Larson's caught him, Elliott's caught him, he's, and even Byron, he's probably the fourth driver there right now. Um, Larson in ninth obviously doesn't show how good he's really ran. He could, If he just, like, didn't race like he was racing for the lead, basically racing first or fence at all times, he could probably be in like second or third, maybe in, maybe even in first, but he doesn't care. He just wants to win races, get playoff points, so he's in ninth. Um, I think he'll get at least one more win, and he'll probably get a win in the um, regular season, like through the summer, and then a few more in the playoffs. Christopher Bell in tenth, that's a huge recovery for that team. Him and Hamlin were kind of in the same point area earlier in the season but Bell's had a ton of consistent runs hasn't really put a race together still um he's had the speed to maybe win one or run top three but they've had a lot of penalties and loose wheels and just all that stuff like that which has been hurting him um then you got Kevin Harvick 11th he finished third but I really don't think he had a shot I think Kyle Busch and Hamlin were the fastest cars that were there at the end, and no one was, I I said one of these guys is going to win. Um, Reddick's in 12th, he's up three, good run for him. He had a tire issue, again, was really fast, potentially going to win the race, and then that happened, so it's been a really tough season for him. Um, I think... He's he's gonna win. I, I say this pretty much every podcast, but I still think he's gonna win. I don't know when it's gonna come, but I just can't see him going. I I just I don't know though because there's just so many factors with this new car that's just been hurting so many drivers that I don't. He could easily go the rest of the season without winning, but hopefully he points his way into the playoffs. Briscoe, 13th, was probably going to win if he could have just passed Larson clean, but went in way too aggressive, spun, that killed his day. Still got some decent points. He's only one point behind Reddick, but he's got to win. So if you look at the actual playoff standings, Reddick is in the is in 14th with Bell behind him. He's got a 50-point buffer, but that could easily closed pretty fast um Kevin Harvick's in 16th on the cutoff with his teammate Almirola right behind him in 17th and then Austin Dillon and Eric Jones um moving on to Eric Almirola 14th that pushed him down too he was caught up in that wreck ended up with a pretty bad finish Austin Dillon 15th was running good also got involved in that accident Eric Jones is up one. He showed some speed, but again, he's had speed here and there. But at this point, you you can all these guys have shown speed. Like yeah, Suarez has shown speed, but he can't put a race together. Jones can't really put a race together. Even Reddick, Briscoe, even though he has a win, he's still like the the really good drivers like Kyle Busch finishing top three for the last few weeks and. 
at like Kansas and was probably gonna win Texas. Chastain, Elliott, like the best, biggest drivers are still up there. Even if they're running 10th all day, they're still the ones who are finishing in the top five. Um, Hamlin, 17th with two wins, he'll be fine for the playoffs. Not gonna make a run for the season title, obviously, but Suarez, again, just has the speed. Just Chastain, just a lot. I, I just think Chastain's a lot better of a driver. And Suarez, yeah, he's had bad luck, but he does a lot of kind of over-aggressive moves or just makes mistakes that put him in the position that he's in now, way back in 18th. Sindrick, Kurt Busch, both have wins. They'll be good. I really don't think they're... There's going to be more than 16 winners. Um, another one to mention, Bubba Wallace. I He's had speed too, hasn't put a race together on these intermediates. Could definitely win at Atlanta or Daytona. I'll be looking for him to win one of those races. But then you got like Stenhouse, who's going to be racing like a maniac. Busher, who they, they want to, Keselowski. They're going to want to win to make these playoffs. Alright, so I think that's all I'm going to talk about for the standings and everything. I'll, I'll say my my prediction for the regular season champion is right now at this moment is probably uh, Chastain. I don't think, um, I think Ch- Elliot and Chastain, they're, Bush has like, speed a lot of the times but I think Ellie and Chastain might have just a tiny bit more like they're able to lead more laps but I also Bush hasn't put together like a full race he's he's had issues from the front like at Dover where he had that caution that wrecked his race and he spun yesterday so we'll see he's got momentum with a third and a second hopefully he wins the next one but um I I think Elliot has a good buffer and these road courses are gonna like define who's gonna win if Elliot can race how he races on road courses then he could definitely run away with it but Chastain won one so who knows and then you got super speedways which if you wreck out of that and lose all those points it's gonna play a huge factor but I'm definitely looking forward to it so yeah I don't think Blaney's gonna come back and make a run for it just Penske's just not there Alright, let's talk about the actual race. Alright, so the race was five and a half, five hours and I think 15 minutes, which is, it was the longest race distance-wise. Um, I, I, I still don't think it should be a shorter race. I know like Hamlin said, we shouldn't be racing uh, 600 miles, but it's just, it's cool. Like there's so many different things going on, like it's like two two races almost like the first half guys are like seeing what their car can do and everything and avoiding wrecks and if if tire if there was green flag runs obviously would have been a lot better like the tire thing's a huge issue but there's when a car's not dominating like truex isn't leading like 390 or or kyle bush isn't leading every single lap then um in the racings like that where guys are bombing it to the bottom and the top and reddick was like passing people <laughs> through the turf then the racing is really good and i could watch it i obviously it, i didn't like watch the thing non-stop every last second but 
Um, yeah, I, it's a crown jewel race. The guys who survive deserve the win. Like, Hamlin definitely didn't have the fastest car. Chastain was obviously better than him, even like Larson, because Hamlin was up there. He just could never get out of, like, fifth, sixth. And him and Kyle Busch both, they started off good, but they fell off, and then since they survived, they were able to get a shot for the win. Goodyear tires, I think that's just a huge issue. It's just like you can't be the best, highest form of motorsports and be blowing tires that fast. Um, but obviously, Goodyear has to make it's like 2,000 tires for the week, so they can't change the whole tire compound and everything, and then make 2,000 of them. Obviously, like it's gonna take a while. There's no there's no race that's this long again, so um, shouldn't be a problem like it was um, where they're putting on scuffs as long as they give them enough sets, which they will, especially now that they know this. Like, let's see where we go. That this could play a big factor. Um, Nashville maybe, Atlanta no, New Hampshire probably not. Um, yeah, so. By, like, the playoffs, they'll probably have a lot better tire. The teams will start making adjustments, making a setup that isn't going to cause this, and then, yeah, that won't be a problem. I think Kyle Larson had, like, the coolest night out of anybody. He had, like, three penalties, spun once or twice. Um, Kyle Busch kind of did the same thing, not as insane because... Larson lit on fire, but Kyle Busch spun twice, cut a tire, got penalties, and they both drove through the field like multiple times, so that was fun to watch. Especially Kyle Larson, because by the end of it, he was like leading laps and probably going to win, and that was unfortunate that he got caught up in that wreck. That's the last thing you wanted to see was that caution. It would have been crazy, two Coke 600s in a row. He had one of the coolest paint jobs too, I thought. Um, Briscoe threw that, he, I think he was tense, like two tenths faster than Larson, and he, he, you would see him get up to him, I think it was in two, one and two, he was really good, and then he would like rush it through three and four and lose all his momentum, and I, I don't know, I think he was in a huge rush to make the pass, especially with like five, six laps to go, like obviously you want to pass a guy, but if you can figure out that you can get up next to him, just do it twice rather than what he did where he would like try to make the pass in one turn I thought he'd be better off getting side by side and getting Larson loose which he tried to do but he just did it over aggressive and then spun so I think that's just a he's young driver still um he did the same thing at Bristol pretty much obviously it's took out the leader that time this was this was like a more legitimate try the move at Bristol, he just had no chance. That was just stupid. The first events move of the race is going to Tyler Reddick because there's a video I'm going to post it on my... I'll post it on my Instagram. Um, he He's coming off of four and like they have that turf, which is really... It's not like grass. It's like hard rubber. So it's you could dr definitely drive over it, but... He, he comes off of four and crosses over and, like, purposely makes passes on the <laughs> turf. I, he must have got loose, but it looked like he was driving on regular um, 
regular track, which was cool. So that's the first offense move of the race. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, go on like my TikTok, Instagram. I'll post it there so you can see it. We could pretty much talk about this race for hours, but I think I covered pretty much the main things. I could obviously like bring up every driver that like showed speed because there were so many comers and goers. Obviously, we we can't really tell which the fastest car was. When it came to uh, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin, I I thought for sure, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew Chastain was going to have no speed because his nose was completely wrecked. And Busch was going to shoot Hamlin out to the lead. I didn't think he would go to the outside that fast, but it was actually a really smart move because then he had the preferred line and it was smart because he was way faster than him and you saw he led the second to last lap i thought he was gonna win i thought he had it as long as hamlin didn't hit him or anything but when they went into one and two he was they were running so close to each other i i'm assuming hamlin's took the air off of him a little or maybe he hit a bump and then got loose and that was it killed all his momentum and everything so unlucky for Kyle Busch. I think he's got a win coming for sure. I really thought he was going to win this race. Especially because of how fast he shot out to the lead. Even though it kind of killed his car when he spun. But anyways, Hamlin's got two wins now. Going into Gateway. It's a mile and a third. It's similar to like Martinsville. Where it's flat on both sides. But they're they're different shaped turns. So I think the JGR cars might struggle. Hopefully they've been working on their... Um, like they're, I don't know what you would call it for a package, because it's not really intermediate. It's like those those flat. They were good at Richmond, so if you can compare those two, which they're a lot different, but I think it's more like a Phoenix where it's the turns are real flat, and JGR was way off there, so maybe the Chevys will come back and. I don't see even maybe the Fords too because they were good at Richmond. Briscoe won it obviously, so we'll see what JGR does because this this could be huge going into like Richmond or no, the Richmond isn't in the playoffs, but like um, Bristol, short track in the playoffs, and then you got like Phoenix and Martinsville like critical races, so. We'll see, this could, I, I don't know, we'll see what they're comparing it to. I'm sure they'll be talking about it, the drivers like to see what they got on this style track. But yeah, I'm, I think it's going to be a really good race. As long as it doesn't turn into like a one groove racetrack, it should be really good. It's good. It's It'll be a good track for like bumping runs and everything. And it's going to be the first time the Cup Series went here, so it'll definitely be different, something we've never seen before. There is trucks here, so you can go and look at clips of that to see what the style of a track it is and who might be good and what we can expect. The race is going to be 300 miles, 240 laps, and practice is Friday at 5.05. Qualifying is Saturday at 11, and then the race at 3.30. It'll definitely be a shorter race, obviously, than the 600. Um... Yep, the track was built in 67, paved mile and a quarter. Sorry, I was saying a third, it's a mile and a quarter. Caution speed, 50 miles an hour. One other thing I want to mention is the trucks will be racing here on Friday night. 
or is that Saturday night? Nope, Saturday night, sorry. And the Xfinity Series is actually going to Portland for a road course. So there will be a variety of different races going on all weekend. Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. Um, that race is Saturday at 4.30, that road course race, Xfinity Series. And then they go to Nashville. And, yeah, Xfinity goes to Nashville. They don't go to Sonoma. All right, so I think that's it for the race and maybe what to expect next week and everything. We're going to get into race picks now, and I forgot to do all show no-go, so I'm going to do that after this in the outro. What's up, guys? If you're listening to this Monday before, like, probably 8, 9 o'clock, then race picks aren't in yet, so... I hope you enjoy the episode anyways, and then just come back if you want to see what the race picks are, but yeah, they'll be out shortly. I just want to get this up so people can listen to it if they don't care for the race picks. All right, see ya. All right, guys, now let's get into all show no go. I haven't even picked it. I'm actually going to pick it right now with everyone here. Um, There's just so many cars that wrecked out. I don't know who to choose. I, I might pick someone who you won't expect. You got, like, Blaney, Bubba Wallace. Well, no, you wouldn't get it because you just had the basic McDonald's pinch team. Um, Elliot had a really cool car, Byron's. I think most people would pick Byron, but I, I want to say Larson because that was my favorite pinch team and he finished in ninth. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll say Larson because he was on TV the most. And he, like, lit his car on fire and stuff and... Drove to the front multiple times, but still finished ninth. So that's all show no go. He went through all that, really didn't get the finish he wanted. Was probably gonna win too if Briscoe hadn't spun and bring the caution out. So yeah, that's all show no go, and that's pretty much gonna do it for the podcast. Next week we'll be doing the Gateway podcast. It's gonna be a really good race. So come back to the pod after that, and don't forget to follow me on my socials. Yeah, that's it. Have a good week, and then see you next time.